This message comes from NPR sponsor Progressive Insurance, where drivers who switch could save hundreds on car insurance. Get your quote at Progressive.com today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Janine Herbst. Former President Donald Trump and his one-time U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley are the focus in the New Hampshire presidential primary today. NPR's Franco Ordonez reports Trump was joined by several former rivals at a rally last night in Laconia, New Hampshire. South Carolina Senator Tim Scott, North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum, and entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy, all who dropped their own White House bids, joined Trump on stage in a show of inevitability. Now is the time for the Republican Party to come together. It was Trump's last scheduled rally before the polls opened. Young J.T. Keene of Epsom waited hours to attend his first Trump rally. He says Trump inspired him to get registered so that he could vote in this election. I actually just turned 18, so I'll be voting for the first time. And yeah, I'm excited to see my guy, Donald J. Trump. And he says he's confident that middle-class voters like himself are going to carry Trump to victory. Franco Ordonez, NPR News, Laconia, New Hampshire. Meanwhile, Nikki Haley has already nabbed a win in the Granite State. This after all six registered voters in the small northern town of Dixville Notch voted for Haley when the polls opened and soon closed at midnight. The U.S. and the U.K. bombed multiple targets in eight locations used by Iran-backed Houthi militants in Yemen last night. It's the second time the two allies have conducted joint retaliatory strikes against the rebels' missile-launching capabilities. The Houthis have been attacking international cargo ships in the Red Sea, a crucial shipping waterway. That's forced some companies to find other routes at a much higher cost. The Houthis are angry about the Israel-Hamas war. United Airlines plans to meet today with analysts on its fourth quarter earnings. Looming in the background is the grounding of Boeing 737 MAX 9 airplanes, as NPR's Giles Snyder reports. The Boeing MAX 9 will lead to financial losses in the first three months of the year. But while the carrier says it will likely lose between 35 cents to 85 cents per share in the first quarter, demand for travel remains strong and should help it to bounce back for the year as a whole. United and Alaska Airlines have been forced to cancel hundreds of flights since federal regulators grounded the Boeing MAX 9 after a panel called a door plug blew out during an Alaska Airlines flight over Oregon earlier this month. Concern is widening about the door plugs. The Federal Aviation Administration is recommending that airlines inspect the same panel on a MAX 9 predecessor, the Boeing 737-900ER. Trial Snyder, NPR News. U.S. futures contracts are trading in mixed territory. You're listening to NPR News. New York City is the latest local government to take on medical debt owned by lower-income residents. The city says this debt erasure program will wipe out $2 billion of unpaid hospital bills. NPR's Yuki Noguchi has more. New York plans to work with a nonprofit group called RIP Medical Debt that buys up unpaid hospital bills using donor funds. Instead of trying to collect on it, the group erases the bill. New York's program could benefit up to half a million people. It's modeled off a program started by Cook County, Illinois, a year and a half ago. RIP Medical Debt is in discussions with 30 other cities and states. 
The goal, the group says, is not just to reduce medical bills for some residents, but to also raise awareness to help people avoid incurring such debt in the first place. Yuki Naguchi, NPR News. In India, tens of thousands are in the holy city of Ayodhya, where a controversial Hindu temple was opened on the site of a historic mosque. Prime Minister Narendra Modi consecrated the temple after his party spent decades trying to get it built. It was built on the site of a 16th-century mosque destroyed by rioters more than 30 years ago. Worshippers believe it's the birth site of the Lord Ram, one of the religion's most revered deities. Critics say Modi consecrated the temple with an eye to upcoming elections. He's expected to win a third consecutive term. I'm Janine Herbst, and you're listening to NPR News from Washington.